The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, September 20th edition. You have a three-game early, 11-game main slate. The 11-game main slate, we will break it down for you. As you should know by now, the three-game slates don't do it for me. So we move to your evening. Quick look at the, the weather. If you are playing the day slate, Minnesota at the Yankees, wind blowing in hard from left field up to 20 miles an hour late night. Dodgers, Phillies blowing in from center around 10 miles an hour. Some gusts higher, some lower. No major rain in the forecast today, it looks like. Some other chances of some good wind. Uh, keep an eye on the weather. See where that takes you. Let's look at your totals. If you are playing the day slate, Twins, Yankees, 9. Mets, Marlins, 9. A's, Tigers, 10. Good luck picking your pitching. You have Cologne versus Severino. Montero versus Urena. Mengden versus Sanchez. Um, day game in Comerica, you're going to see that all over Twitter, over, 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 and it should with this matchup and the way the series has gone. There should be tons of runs. Both those teams just stack the heck out of them if you can. Mingden's coming off a complete game shutout, so um, like I said with Bundy, and you see it a lot with guys, especially on their first ones, don't sleep on the Tigers, even though they're so inconsistent. But Castellano's still too cheap in that lineup, uh, crushing it, and you can play him in the outfield now in Candelario. You can play at thirds. You can play them both finally. Yeah, Kinsler, who's swinging it great. Don't forget lefties like Presley, Navarro, um, Jones. Cheap options there. The guys behind the dish and Hicks and McCann. Lots to like with them, but then you got your A's. Matt Olson, five homers in five games, 8 and 10, 23 and 65. The guy is just crushing baseballs and gets Animal Sanchez. Um, you know, Chapman, Healy, Joyce is swinging it well. Lowry is on fire. Do not, like, if you're just going to do two guys, Lowry, Olson, boom, boom. There's your two. But you got K with the Chris Davis. Maxwell behind the dish is only 26. Lots to like in stacking that game. And then you pick your poison elsewhere. Severino's a beast. He's 12K um, in a great matchup, great ballpark. Cologne could be a sneaky play if the Yankees are quiet because they're so hit and miss. But you can get Greg Bird super cheap. Ellsbury's been hitting it well. Um, you go up and down that lineup. I don't mind Headley even. Holiday. It's all over the place. Obviously, Judge and Sanchez. And then the Mets, Marlins, that's your sneaky one. We're going to probably take a pitcher out of that. Both pitchers, Montero and Urena, can get beat up. At the same time, 
You wouldn't be surprised if they threw well. I go Montero a little more over Urena, but both are in play for me. I think I'm uh, if I had to make lineups, I go Severino, Montero, Severino, Urena, stack the rest, pray it works, and move on to the late slate where there's good good tournaments in place and money to be made. And we look at our totals there: Red Sox, Orioles, eight and a half; Dodgers, Phillies, eight and a half. Waiting for the Brewers, Pirates, because Aaron Wilkerson is scheduled to start for the Brewers. He has pitched one inning in the big so far, one one whole inning. So not a whole lot going on there with Wilkerson. Um, if this page will load, I'll give you a little info on him, but it doesn't want to load all of a sudden. That's outstanding. Um, all right, well, let's, we'll get to him later. But uh, you got Royals, Blue Jays, 9.5, Cubs, um, Rays, 8, Cardinals, Reds, 9.5, Nationals, Braves, 9, White Sox, Astros, 9.5, D-backs, Padres, 7.5, Indians, Angels, eight and a half. Rangers, Mariners, nine. So there you have it. Let's get into your pitching on this 11-game slate. There are two pitchers over 10K. There's actually two pitchers over 13K. Chris Sale, Robbie Ray, two lefties. Two lefties that have been nothing but phenomenal this year. And right now, Robbie Ray has been the better pitcher of the last month. Not the season, of the month. Robbie Ray has been just filthy, 34-2, His last five starts, all since returning from a little blip on the DL. That was at the Mets, home versus the Dodgers, at the Dodgers, home versus San Diego, at the Giants. Sure, not murderer's row. I get it, because the Dodgers have been slumping too. But the point is, he's getting it done, and well, he's got the Padres in Petco. And I know you guys are going to laugh and go, Bubba, you've had us on... You've had us on um, Corbin and Pecco. He got destroyed. You had us on, um, what's his name last night? He got destroyed. Where the heck did he go? Um, Godley. I don't know what to tell you. Padres, I mentioned that their bats are always available as punts because you never know. But Ray is my guy tonight. I'm going to go with his strikeout upside. He's striking out thirty, almost 34% right now. Uh, Padres 25.2% K rate versus lefties, second most in baseball versus lefties. Um, there's really not much to not like about Ray. The Padres have the lowest total at 358. Lefties 256, righties 279. One of the worst Wobas in all of baseball versus lefties at 290. Now, if you want to look at the uh, Orioles versus Chris Sales, the fifth uh, lowest total at 379. Lefties 246, righties 256. But they have a 330 Woba and a 184 ISO, two of the higher ones in baseball versus lefties because they have a ton of power. They also strike out a decent amount, 23.2% of the time versus lefties. We know sale 35.9% K rate. Lots to love there. But he has been getting hit a bit lately. 17.4 at Tampa. Pitched well at home at 28.7. At the Yankees, 10.4. Those aren't going to help you. He did dominate Toronto for 40, then minus 5.3 at Cleveland. 20.4 against the Yankees. Had a couple just dominant starts out after that, but he's been a little hiccupy. I have no problem if you want to use Sale, but raise my guy. Raise my guy up top. I got Ray one, Sale two, and we're going to go to battle and cross our fingers on that. Now you drop below 10K, and it's a lot of high-priced arms tonight. The bottom of the barrel is weak. We've had a couple good days where the bottom of the barrel has been beautiful for us. Not so much today. You have Brad Peacock at home against the Chicago White Sox, a White Sox team that is hitting the ball well, even though they only got one run last night on Mr. McHugh and company. Peacock's at $9,800. He just, I like what he has. I like his K upside, 3-9-4-8 his last four. But, you know, he doesn't go deep. Five to six innings is what you're maxing at. you got to pray he doesn't walk, guys. 
and he's got 18, 23, 8, 13, 8, 25, 1. Those 23, 8, 25, 1s are great at 9,800 bucks. The other ones won't help you. You need the big, big point production. He's got basically 21 or more points in three of his last five. So he's got 20-plus point upside, but you're going to have to have it against a White Sox team that can't hit the ball. Um, they're not going to just, you know, dominate you usually. They do strike out 23.5% of the time. Peacock striking out over 30%. Again, I said the walks can be a problem. He does not go deep. Um, but the White Sox do have three, third lowest team total at 372. Lefties 332. Righties 238. Peacock is in play if you want to go that route. You just need to hope he gives you the at least six and gets the strikeouts. That's what you're you're, you're, you're shooting for. You drop down to a guy like Luke Weaver, 9,400 at Great American Small Park in Cincinnati. The ballpark scares the snot out of me, but this kid has been amazing and he's earned it. 1,890 ERA, 6-1 record, 58 Ks. He's a 28.3, 26-6, 30.2, 27.4, in his last five starts. One against Cincy. Where it was last start against Cincy. Six innings, two hits, no earned, six strikeouts for 28.3 points. 9400 bucks is a lot for a pitcher in that ballpark. I get it. The wind might be blowing in a little bit, which will be nice. But pick your poison. Cincinnati does strike out 21% of the time. His K rate, soft contact, ground ball rate of almost 56%. Luke Weaver has been phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. The Reds team total is 449, a little above halfway mark. Lefties 219, righties 288 off Luke Weaver this season. I think he's a good GPP play at 9,400 because most people steer clear of Great American Small Park, and I don't blame him at all. We saw it yesterday, the slugfest that took place there. It happens more often than not, but there are days we've seen like Homer, Bailey, and can't remember what other gas can it was. They went for like a 2-1 to ball game. Anything's possible. Luke Weaver at 94 is definitely in play. He's, I like him over Peacock for the upside, but uh, just remember the risk is definitely there. Alex Wood, 9,300 at the Philadelphia Phillies. The Phillies showed they can hit lefties, or at least Al Thayer can when he took Kershaw deep for a grand salami. He's coming off a 30.5-point performance at the, the Nationals. A couple things to worry about. He's not going to 100 pitches. Last four starts, 91, 88, 98, 86. Before that, 30.5 points, minus 2, 13.5, 14.5. Not going to do it. 22-2, 17-3, 14-1. Not really going to do it. He's 9300 bucks. K upside is tremendous against the Phillies. We know this. They strike out 21% of the time versus lefties. Velocity has been slowly dipping throughout the year. He's not going deep. I love the upside. If you want to take the gamble, knock yourself out. He's just not on my list of things to do. So in the 9K range, I got Weaver 1, Peacock 2, Wood a, a third if you want to really go out there. We drop in to the 7K range, and if you're not using Robbie Ray, then Ellison Lamette is one of your best mid-priced options. Absolutely love this guy. We've used him a ton lately. Great in that ballpark. Great against right-handed bats, and he's facing a lot of righties in the Diamondbacks lineup. At least their power bats are righties, except for Jake Lamb. So his last few starts, 17-3, 21-3, 26-1, 17-3, 15-1, 26-8, 13-1, 23-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 21-1, 
just great. You, you heard his last 10 games. The D-back strike out a good amount too, 23.4% strikeout rate versus righties. He's striking out over 29% that he faces. The walks are a concern. But uh, everything else is really, really good with Lamette. The D-backs have a 392 total. It's like the seventh lowest on the slate. Right, lefties hit 355, so they do hit well. But righties only 231 versus Danellis and Lamette. So Lamette at 77 is definitely in play if you aren't using Robbie Ray. If you want to go sail Lamette, knock yourself out. Lamette, anybody else besides Ray, knock yourself out. Blake Snell, 7200 bucks at home against the Chicago Cubs. I know, Chicago Cubs. Oh, crap. Stand back. Don't do it. Crazy stuff. But he has faced him once this year in Wrigley. Five innings, four hits, no earned. The four walks killed a phenomenal start. He had five Ks for 16.5 points. I'd take the 16.5 tonight, and he's been getting you that. 17. He had a hiccup against the Twins, then 17 against the White Sox. 21-6 St. Louis. 33-4, 12-7, Pitching really, really well with strikeout upside since his return from the minors. Uh, Blake Snell facing the Cubs team that also strikes out 22% of the time versus lefties. His K rate's up to 20.5. Walks are always a concern. Ground ball's decent. Hard contact's low. Lots of good going on there. 4-1-3 totals below mid-pack tonight for the Cubs. Lefties 243. Righties 330 versus um, Snell. There's definite options against Snell uh, in this lineup we'll get to that I don't mind. There's some value ones. They're priced down. Very interesting. But he's also in play as a mid-priced option. I told you about Archer. Archer threw very well for his price tag. Much better than he's thrown lately. Did give up a couple runs, but got the strikeout. Six solid innings. You could expect a similar start from Snell if he's not walking the world. Could he get blown up? Sure. I like Lamette a ton more. But Snell's a very, very good GPP play at 7200 bucks against the Cubs. So in your 7K range, you got Lamette 1, Snell 2. Now we go below 7 into your 5s and your 6s, and it's very... Very disgusting. Very, very risk-reward. Jake Junis at the Toronto Blue Jays. Junis is a very, very good young arm who's hiccuped a bit of late. Eight points at Cleveland, but prior to that, 18-9. was a hiccup. 28.4, 19.2, a hiccup. Then 13-9, 31-6. The hiccups happen when you're a young pitcher and you're below 7K. But those big upside games is what we love in this value range. This is what we target when we talk punts. That upside we expect blowups to happen here, but when this upside hits, we make money. This is how this game works. When you're looking at um, Junis, the Blue Jays strike out 21% of the time versus righties. He's got about a 20% K rate, does not walk many guys, which is beautiful. Hard contact is higher than I would prefer. They have a 4.86 total. It's like 8th or ninth best on the slate. Lefties hit 3.51, righties 3.10 off Junis. It's very, very risky. But the reward could be tremendous with Junis and his stuff out there. After Junis, the one that's going to really make people scratch their heads, but the, the this is this screams upside. I like Trevor Williams yesterday. He was phenomenal. I love ch- challenging Milwaukee, especially in pitchers' parks like PNC, because they strike out a ton. And you're talking Stephen Brault. He's a decent left-handed prospect in their system. And he's coming off a start at Milwaukee where he went six innings, one hit, no earned, one walk, six Ks for 28.3. Now that could backfire because he just faced them. Or it could just build the confidence and another great start in line because the Brew Crew, they strike out a whopping twenty, almost 26% versus lefties. 25.8. Wowzers. Brault isn't the biggest K guy, but he got it done against the Brew Crew. Doesn't walk many. Everything's kind of mediocre stats outside of that. The Brewers do have 
we're waiting for that. But lefty's 272, righty's 336. So there's a lot to worry about with Brault. At the same time, the upside is tremendous at that price tag of 63. He's my top punt on the day if you're willing to take the gamble. Now, when you drop below that, we really, really gamble. I'm going to give you a few options. you got, like, Jake Thompson of the Philadelphia Phillies at home against a struggling Los Angeles Dodgers team. Thompson's come off 22 points against Miami, then a minus 4.2 at Washington, 23.1 at Miami, um, a 1.5, 4.7, and a 21.1. That shows you the volatility of Jake Thompson. He can throw really, really well, or he can get destroyed. But at his price tag, facing a Dodgers team that no one's going to go against, the Dodgers strike out 22.6% of the time. He has walk issues. His ground ball rate is 46.2%, which is pretty darn solid. It's a very good ballpark. Dodgers 488 total. Lefty's 321. Righty's 418. We just saw Pavetta shut them down. We just saw Nola shut them down last night. As a whole, their offense is tremendously struggling. Struggling. So Jake Thompson at 57 is in play for some savings. Very, very risky. No sugarcoat in that. But he is in play at $5,700 against the Doyers. Now you look at guys like Ricky Nolasco, 5,200 versus Cleveland. He's a guy that could get you 10 to 15 points with upside of more. So you could look at him. And then Wade Miley against Boston is terrifying, but he's actually pitched well against him. That's the only reason I wanted to mention him. He's 5,100 um, with upside. He's coming off four, a minus 14.9. I mean, at 7.4. Prior to that, he's pitching well. 17, 9, 15.3, 20.1, 7.7, 32.13.1, 17.7. All starts we can deal with. And two starts versus Boston this year. 12 innings pitched, only two earned and seven strikeouts. He's averaging 17.7 a game versus the Red Sox. We know the Red Sox don't strike out a ton at all. Um, 18% versus lefties. Miley's not a big K guy. Walks can be an issue with a ground ball rate of 51%. You look at um, the Red Sox. Their team total is middle of the pack today. 4-7-1 versus Miley, which is kind of surprising when you think about it. Lefty's 286, righty's 372. No problem stacking against Miley, but he could be a sneaky one at 5,100. Also could get shelled, but at that price tag, he's cheaper than like Matt Olson, Mike Trout, Giancarlo Stanton, stuff like that. He's priced at the same price as Cody Bellinger. So Miley at 51 is in play if you need to. So my guys, I got Brault 1, um, Junis 2, Thompson 3, Miley four, Nolasco five down below. All extremely risky. Brault's my favorite, obviously, as I mentioned. So recapping your pitching, you got Chris Sale and Robbie Ray up top. And you got Robbie Ray taking it. One to two versus Sale. In the nine Ks, Peacock one, or Weaver one, Peacock two. In the sevens, Lamette one, Snell two. And then down below, Brault, uh, Junis, Thompson, Miley, and Nolasco. Let's jump into your hitters. If you're not using Sale, you got a guy like Wilson Contreras who was crushing the baseball before he got hurt, hitting lefties really well. He's 3,900. Yadi Molina went deep last night. He's in a great spot again as Ricky Davis returns to the hill for Cincinnati, who was horrible the first time he was up. I don't see much more happening for him tonight. Yadi um, averaged a 9.8 in his last 10, three homers in his last 10. He's 3,700 versus Ricky Davis. I like that a lot if you want to go that direction. Salvador Perez at 3,500 versus Brian, uh, Brett Anderson. Perez does have some definite power versus lefties. He's been a, a, a quite the hiccup at times this year, but at 3,500, always overlooked against Brett Anderson. 
very, very nice spot. When you look at the Royals, um, their team total is 4.64 lefties, 4.28 righties, 3.62 off Brett Anderson. So Salvi Perez, Brian McCann at 3,400 versus Big Game James isn't a horrible play. As we know, Big Game James can give up the long ball. Um, you know, like a Wilson Ramos versus Lester at 32 could be a nice low-priced play. Wellington Castillo, if you want to fade sale. Beef loves his lefties. Wellington's 3K versus Chris Sale, so that's something you could do as a fade material play. Does Monty Grandal 3K versus Thompson. Uh, Grandal took Nola deep. We know he's got that power. He's not hasn't done a whole lot else. He's been really frustrating. But again, lefties 321, righties 418 versus Thompson. If you want to go that route, 3K for Grandal is a bit of savings. When you go down below, you got guys like Alfaro at 2800 versus Wood. Not looking to just run and target Wood, but he is an option. If Rafi Lopez catches, he's 2700 versus Junis. Um, Matt Wieters at 2600 versus Lucas Sims. That's not a bad play price tag wise. You know, Matt Wieters very frustrating, but Sims lefty's 393, righty's 343 off Sims, 476 team total. Other than that, you know, if you're going to fade Robbie Ray, Austin Hedges at 25 is in play. Maldonado, Martin Maldonado at 2400 against Tomlin. We love Maldonado versus lefties, but Tomlin will give up the long ball. Lefties 333, righties 337 off Tomlin. So Maldonado could be sneaky at 2400. Other than that, check your lineups. You might find some value elsewhere, but interesting options at the catcher's position. Yadier and Salvi up top. Scream very good GPP plays if you're paying up. First base, you got Goldie, but it is Lamette, so just temper your expectations. Especially, they're gonna they might go lower on because A Lamette's been good, especially versus righties, and they couldn't hit Alex Wood last night except a, uh, Pollock. Very frustrating. But if you're fading Luke Weaver, a guy like Joey Votto at 53 is in play. I love Cody Bellinger at 51. If you're not using Jake Thompson, you slide down. You know Rizzo versus a lefty's always good. I always mention he gets overlooked. He's 4900 versus uh, uh, Snell, so keep him in mind. Zimmerman at 46, not bad, but Justin Smoke at 45 might be the high guy outside of a Votto or a Bellinger if you're fading Junis. Uh, lefty's 351 off Jake Junis. Smoke continues to, no pun intended, or yes, pun intended, smoke the baseball. He only had five points last night, but his last few games, 11, 13, a 6, then a 17, a 0, a 12, putting up those double digits for you when he gets it cracking. So interesting spot there for Smoke. If you want to go down to like a Jose Martinez, he's 4,400. He'll get overlooked again. First base outfield eligible. Nine points last night for the Cardinals. He was hitting cleanup. Um, Cardinals have a 501 total. Fourth highest on the slate at the moment. Lefty's 439. Righty's 427 off rookie Davis. He's very bad at pitching. If he shuts the Cardinals down, tip your cap. That is a team to target today. So Jose Martinez at 44 will go overlooked. Reese Hoskins, big three-run double last night. He's 4,400 against Alex Wood. 18 more points last night. Getting it in for the fantasy peeps. If Carpenter starts for St. Louis, he's 4,300 and in play. Freeman versus Gonzalez isn't bad at 43. He can't hit lefties. But you look at a guy like Joey Gallo, 42. Yuli Gurriel, 3,900 versus James Shields. We know Gurriel has a lot of power versus right-handed pitching. Astros have the highest total at 578. Lefties, 394. Righties, 315. So Gurriel at 39 could be worth a look. Jesus Aguilar of the Brew Crew, 3800 bucks. He's been slumping mightily, but these are the matchups you use him for against left-handed pitching. Um, he's facing Brault, 
who righties do hit 336 against, so he could be a GPP play at 3,800. Josh Bell at 37 is interesting because Wilkerson, he's only expect like I said, he only, let me let me look at his let's see if this page opens for me. He um, he's gonna get the start. He came up from the minors in double A, 3.16 ERA, 143 Ks at 36 walks and 142 innings. He's made he's pitched one inning and got two Ks um, on the 15th at Miami out of the bullpen. So he stretched out a bit. But very, very hittable. So a guy like uh, Josh Bell at 37 could be interesting. Yonder Alonso at 37 versus Trashner as of savings. But CJ Crone at 36 I like a lot versus Josh Tomlin. We know crone has got power against righties and lefties. So he's in play for me. Eric Hosmer versus Brett Anderson at 33. Extreme savings there. We mentioned how lefties hit... um, Lefties hit Brett Anderson for, at a 428 clip. Righties 362. So don't sleep on Hosmer at $3,300 as a lower priced option. Louis Valbuena at 3200 versus Tomlin at first base, third base eligible is a very, very solid low price kind of punt option as well. And when you get down below that, you need to check your lineups and see what comes out. Second base. You got Jose Ramirez at 51 versus Nolasco. Always worth the look. Altuve went deep yesterday. 5K versus Shields. Always worth the look. But Paul DeYoung, second base shortstop, 4,900, went deep yesterday against rookie Davis, is in play again. At that price act, he will go overlooked. Robbie Cano at 4,400 versus Trashner. Yes, please. That's a really good play. Scooter Jeanette, who I told you I loved yesterday, went deep for us. Got us 21 points. He was hitting cleanup. He's 3,900 versus Weaver. If you're not using Weaver, Jeanette is again in play for you. When you go down some more, you look at guys like Yohan Moncada at 37. It's very interesting. Another nice game last night. I do respect Peacock, but he can walk, guys. And you put Moncada on, he's stealing bases very well right now. Colton Wong is a nice piece of this St. Louis lineup. 3,500 leading off, stealing bases of late. Very, very low-owned piece of that lineup to make yourself a little different. Uh, Whit Merrifield, this is one I can't understand. He's 3,300 bucks versus Anderson. Eight points last night, 5, 13, 5, 5, 11, 2, 12, 11, 3. He's not getting you zeros, getting you a lot of double digits, five or more points. 3,300 versus Brett Anderson. Whit Merrifield is a very nice low-priced option. The farther down you go, there's a few other guys here and there you could target. But 3K, you get goings. Ozzie Albies at 3K, switch hitting versus Geo. I like that a lot as a low price. And then Chase Utley at 2,800 bucks. First Thompson, if you aren't using Thompson, Utley at 28 can definitely be some some savings for you in your lineup. Going over to the third base position, again, you got Donaldson at 56. He's just crushing it. Had a big 0 for for us yesterday, basically, but crushing it. Jose Ramirez at 51, I like. You slide down a guy like Chris Bryant, 4,600 versus Snell. Is a good price tag. We mentioned... um, Lefty's 243, righty's 330 off Snell. So Brian at 46, who has been heating up, could definitely be in play. Justin Turner at 46 versus Thompson as well. Both options. Mentioned Freeman earlier at 43. Joey Gallo at 42. Beltre at 4K is not bad versus Hernandez, but I might look elsewhere. Like Alex Bregman at 3900 versus Big Game James. If you're fading Chris Sale, you can get like Jonathan Scope at second for 33. You can get Machado at 38. Interesting price tags, big-time savings against a guy like Sale, who has been getting hit hard of late. His, his, our contact rate has gone up. 
Uh, Hernan Perez, 3,800 versus Peralta if you're fading in that direction. But you go down farther. You got Mustakas at 34, which I don't hate, versus Anderson. Valbuena at 32, we mentioned earlier. Um, there's one guy down here I really want to mention. If he starts, I am locking him in. I don't care if he gets a zero. But uh, J.P. Crawford's 2,600. He's third base shortstop. He's worth a punt against Alex Wood because he's not going deep, guys. And he might get hit for all we know. But the guy I'm looking at, if he gets in, he's been activated um, from the DL, hit great in the minors, but hasn't played yet since getting activated, which was on the 17th. But Colin Moran's 2100 bucks for the Astros facing big game James. That's big day savings. The upside of Moran's big. So if he cracks the lineup, he's worth a look. They also have J.D. Davis at 3200 Two nice value plays in that lineup. I love Colin Moran if he cracks it, though. Shortstop, you got Lindor at 54, who's in play. Trey Turner at 52, can steal. De Young at 49, who I love. They got Alexander Bogarts at 45, could be a decent GPP you know, difference maker. Marwin Gonzalez at 41 versus Big Game James is a very, very nice play there. Uh, so you can get Beckham at 36 versus Sale, another savings discount, you could say. Javi Baez hits lefties really, really well. He's second base shortstop eligible at 3,500 versus Blake Snell, so don't sleep on him. Um, the farther down you go again, Ryan Goings at 3K. Shortstop's pretty bad. You got um, J.P. Crawford at 26, and then check your lineups elsewhere. Heading to the outfield, we wrap it up. Your high-priced outfielder is a phenomenal play today. Mookie Betts at 55 versus Wade Miley is awesome. Absolutely awesome. Mike Trout at 54 is really, really good. Ryan Braun at 52 is awesome. He's crushing baseballs. Eight more points last night, averaging 12.4 his last 10. Before the eight last night, 24, 14, 26. Feeling it. Feeling it. He's facing a lefty who he mashes. So 52 for Braun. I don't hate Ben and Tandy, but Tommy, Tommy Pham at 51 versus Rookie Davis is a very, very nice piece of this Cardinals puzzle. I mentioned Bellinger at 51 I like a lot. George Springer's been pretty hot at the plate. He's 49 versus Shields. Definitely in play with Dexter Fowler. 4,500 versus Rookie Davis. Fowler had a big night last night. 30 DraftKings points. He had a homer and a double. Three for four evening for you. Swinging it good in the middle of that order. Left-handed stick in Great American Small Park. Domingo Santana always overlooked in the Milwaukee lineup. 4,400 bucks facing the lefty in Brault. Uh, coming off a, a home run. 17-point performance. 17 27 18 0 20 are his last few games. Santana swinging it at 4,400. You slide down some more. I mentioned Jose Martinez at 4,400. Reese Hoskins at 44. I don't hate Justin Upton at 43. He's been swinging it good. Went deep again last night. He's homered four times in his last 10 games, averaging 11 points his last 10. 14 4, 30, 18, 7, 14, 0, 11, 0, 12. Justin Upton's feeling it, facing Tomlin at 43. Angels go low-owned way, way too much. They're a contender for crying out loud. Josh Reddick at 42 is a very solid play versus big game James. Don't hate on Shebler at 41 versus Weaver. Mentioned Marwin Gonzalez at 41. All solid plays here. Jay Bruce at 4K versus Ricky Nolasco is intriguing. Uh, Althair at 4K versus Wood is in play. He had the granny the other night off of uh, Kershaw. He went deep again last night. The guy can hit, and he can hit lefties really, really well. McCutcheon at 39 against Wilkerson, not bad. McCutcheon swinging it well. Firmers, a lefty over a righty. I'd rather pay up for all fair, but McCutcheon is in play. Hernan Perez at 3,800 for the Brew Crew. 
Kevin Kiermeyer's 38. He can hit lefty, so don't completely ignore him. And if he gets on base, he can run because we know Lester can't hold anybody on. So keep that in mind. Uh, you got Starling Marte at 37 is an interesting play for the Pirates. Sensu Chu at 37 I like a lot. Adam Duvall is always a GPP play at 37 in that ballpark. Uh, you go down some more. You got guys like Derek Fisher, 3,600 versus Shields. I don't hate that at all. He didn't crack the lineup yesterday, but he's been playing really well in his last few. He had 19 points his last time out, 16 the game before that. He's had a couple days off. He's been just a rotational guy now, but he can hit it against Shields. That's a nice value. Uh, Odebel Herrera, 3,500. I mentioned him last night. He still played really, really well in that matchup versus Darvish. I know it's lefty-lefty now, but Odebel is an intriguing play at that price tag at 3,500 in the middle of their order. So keep him in mind. A guy like Cole Calhoun's only 3,400 versus Josh Tomlin. I love that. I know Calhoun, he, he was streaking for us earlier. Been a little quiet. Seven points last night. You know, a couple duds and a 13, two a 12. He's not lighting the world on fire, but at 34 against Tomlin could definitely run into one for you. Jesse Winker, who I, I keep loving at his price tag, 3,400. 12 more points last night. Uh, 12, 7, and 14 in his last three. He's definitely in play if you're not using Weaver. But Weaver's really, really good. I'm not looking to stack against him unless you're playing like like a, a contrarian angle or you're playing Great American Small Park angle, which I get all of it. Just Weaver's really good. But the blow-up, obviously, is possible. The farther down you go, Piscotti at 33 is in play. Ben Gamble at 33 versus Kashner is a very nice low-priced option there for the Seattle Mariners. Nick Williams, 32 versus Wood. Don't hate that either. He's Playing really, really well. Lefties, righties. Getting it done more often than not. You go down even farther, you can get like Gregory Polanco, who's just been so inconsistently bad at 3K versus Wilkerson. We know the upside's there at that price tag. Willie Calhoun, 2,900, he cracks the lineup for the Rangers. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez, who I continue to use when he leads off for the Toronto Blue Jays, he's 2,800 tonight. Corey Dickerson, 28 versus Lester. He has it lefties well, but here's my guy. If you're not using Blake Snell, Albert Amora Jr., who is he's hit lefties with so much ferocity this year, power, you know, exit velocity, you name it. He's twenty eight hundred bucks. Um, he's hit righties pretty well, also, but twenty eight hundred bucks very much in play against Snell. And the farther down you go, you know, you just kind of wait and see lineups. You know, Verdugo at twenty seven, he's not great, but he could be a punt. Renfro at twenty seven versus Ray could be a punt power play GPP type deal. Um, let me see, like Margot, same situation. Austin Hayes, 2,500 versus Sale. I used him again last night. Sale's not as, you know, sexy, but he had five more points last night. He was decent at that 25 range, and he's got power upside. But Sale's maybe not the guy you're looking to just run him out against. Uh, Matt Caesar at 2,500. Victor Robles at 24. I like Victor if he cracks the line of Lucas Sims. Young arm, talented arm, not the greatest arm, so... Um, very interesting play there if he cracks the lineup. He hasn't been playing every day, but he could be a nice one at 2,400 in that matchup. Other than that, there's not too much that really stands out. Like Lane Adams, if he starts versus Geo at 2,100, he can get on steel bases. I don't hate that. Nine points his last 10. He's averaging seven in his last 10. So Lane Adams at 21 could be your uber punt if you want to go there. So there you have it. Let's check out your BVP after we recap the pitching. Up top, Ray, Sale, 1-2. In your 9Ks, Weaver, Peacock. In the 7s, Lamette, Snell. Down below, in this order, Brault, Junis, Thompson, 
Miley Nalasco. Your BVP for tonight. Or we'll do the whole day while we're at it. So, uh, Starling Castro, four for nine of the double off. Bartolo, Matt Holiday, seven for 21, two doubles. Brett Gardner's the only guy in the Yankees roster that's taken him deep, which is kind of surprising. Matt Joyce, only hitting 250, but he's five for 20 with a double, two triples, and a homer off Anibal Sanchez. Uh, the farther down you go, like Ozuna, six for 11 off Montero, but no one in the Marlins lineup has taken him deep yet, so they probably will today. Jose Reyes continues to crush it. Five for 14, a double and a triple off Urena. He had another big night first last night. Let off on a homer and so, so much more. Um, the Panda, five for 15 with two homers off Chatwood. Panic, seven for 22 doubles. Crawford, 10 for 35 with a homer. We get to the evening slate. Or Arenado, nine for 17, five doubles and a homer off Matt Moore. Blackman, five for 13, two triples and a homer. Stories taken in deep. Now your evening. Machado told you he was cheap. He's 5 for 14 with a double and a homer off Chris Sale. Scope, 4 for 13. Two doubles. Trumbo's taken him deep. Hardy's taken him deep. Adam Jones has taken him deep. You know, Pedroia, 2 for 2. Sam Travis, 2 for 2 against Miley. Not big samples. Rajay Davis taking him deep twice. Uh, Freddie Galvis, 7 for 13 with a double off Alex Wood. Cesar Hernandez, 5 for 11 with a double. Some interesting stuff there. They're the one, two hitters in that order. Keon Broxton, 3 for 6, three doubles off Stephen Brault. Something to think about. Domingo Santana, 2 for 6 with a double and a homer. Melky Cabrera, 4 for 7 with a double and a homer off Brett Anderson. Duvall has taken Luke Weaver deep, but other than that, not much going on there. Paul DeYoung, one form of the home off rookie Davis. Again, not much going on there. Peter Borges, 7 for 17 with a double off Lester. Evan Longoria hitting 241, but three doubles and three homers. Uh, says Kurt Suzuki, who I do love. I don't know how I didn't mention him. I love him against Gio today. He's 3,100 bucks. He's 5 for 10, two doubles and a homer off Gio. He's hit lefties really, really well this year. So Gio, definitely an option. Uh, Donis Garcia, 6 for 10 with a double. Swanson's taken him deep twice. Enciarte's batting 500, 11 for 22 with two doubles. Matt Kemp, who I love as well, he's 3,300. He's day-to-day. If he cracks the lineup, he's in play. 8 for 24 with a double and two homers. Freddie Freeman, I told you, is a really good play for 4,300. 13 for 42, that's a 310 average. Five doubles and three homers off Geo. They like Geo. Brave, sneaky play today. Josh Reddick, 7 for 22, double, triple, three homers off big game James. Cam Maben, 7 for 19 with a homer. Uh, not much else looking here. Not, not, not. Mike Trout, 5 for 6, two doubles, a triple, and a homer off Tomlin. Yeah. Cole Calhoun, 4 for 6. Brandon Phillips taking him deep. Ben Rivera, 6 for 15. Uh, yeah, da-da. Jason Kipnis, 5 for 15, two doubles, two homers off Ricky Nolasco. Jan Gomes, if he cracks the lineup, 4 for 12, just 333 average. Four, three of those four hits, home runs. Jose Ramirez, 4 for 12, the double and a homer. Santana, 5 for 19, two doubles and a homer. Bruce, 5 for 21, a double, two homers. Yonder Alonso, 3 for 5, with a double off Trashner. Nelly Cruz, 5 for 11, three doubles. Seeger, 6 for 18, two homers. Joey Gallo, 3 for 10, 2 doubles off Felix. Elvis Andrews, here's a sample for you. He's batting 290, 29 for 100. That's probably the biggest sample we've seen in a long time. Four doubles. Shensu Chu, nah, it's not worth an average talking about. And there's your BVP. 
And there is your quick hits, your Wednesday edition. 11-game slate broken down. Check us out on Twitter at TheSportsDGens, TheSportsDGens.com. you got your always-pressing pod with myself and Jesse and his write-up for the Thor Championship to get you ready. That tees off tomorrow. You have Bench with Bubba with Ralph Lifshitz talking a Tawny and a ton of prospects. Current, playing, now, and future. Lots of good stuff there. Bench with Bubba, episode 56. Check it out. you got Around the Base with Bubba and Mo, episode 30, dropping this morning. You have Doc's. Saturday Edge podcast, week four, dropped last night. Uh, we got power rankings, and we have survivor picks from Richard, and so much more coming this week. So check us out on Twitter again, at thesportsdgens, thesportsdgens.com. Hit me up on Twitter, at BDNTrick, with the questions. I will help you as I can. So let's get it in. This was your MLB DFS Quick Hits, Wednesday, September 20th edition. I'm out.